welcome to another episode of Ryan's Method Passive Income Podcast. Here's your host, Ryan Hogue. What's up, guys? In today's video, I wanted to share a story that is what I would consider to be probably worst case scenario for print-on-demand sellers that commit infringement. Because most people who infringe, they don't deal with any consequences, but today's story is of somebody who dealt with pretty severe consequences for their intellectual property theft. Um, Before I get to the story, wanted to give a shout out to friend of the channel, Michael Garrity, for sharing this story with me, putting it on my radar so that I could share it with the rest of you guys. And of course, I'll link to it in the description in case you want to follow along, but let's get to it. Real quick reminder, check out my free print-on-demand mini course linked in the description, and my print-on-demand Facebook group is also linked in the description. All right, so this story is published on Daily Mail, and I am zoomed in all the way because I hate the annoying ads all over the webpage, and I think this is the best way to keep the ads off of the screen. Even with Adblock, uh, some of them were still up there. So let's read this article. Mother, 48, must pay back 140,000 euro or go to jail for 250,000 euro eBay scam selling fake t-shirts of Foo Fighters, the Stone Roses, and Led Zeppelin. So Johanna sold the fake t-shirts on her own website and on eBay. A court heard she made 250,000 euro from the scam over a three-year period. Trading standards experts in Newport, South Wales examined the garments. The test showed the t-shirts were not genuine and her company was bogus. All right, and, and more and more people woke up to the fact that, you know, with print on demand, you can pretty much, I'm not telling anybody to do this, and you definitely should not do this as evidenced by this story, but, you know, it's not hard to start an online business selling t-shirts and committing IP infringement. You can pretty much do it in like 15 minutes, you know, go open an Etsy account and I'm not saying, again, don't do it, but it, they make it so easy. It's, it's kind of crazy and it, I think the burden really falls on the platforms that have all the traffic like Etsy and Amazon to prevent people from doing it. You know, you would think that with the image recognition, they'd maybe potentially be able to, you know what I mean, sniff it out, especially when, if it's like in the listing keywords, they put, you know, the Foo Fighters in there as keywords. It's like, okay, well, maybe they're not allowed to sell the Foo Fighters stuff. All right, let's get to this. A mother has warned she must pay 140,000 euros she made selling fake t-shirts of rock bands or go to prison. I mean, prison, guys, that's kind of crazy. Print on demand, from print on demand to prison. (laughs) That's the name of the uh, Netflix documentary that's gonna come out uh, next year about this. And I I made that part up, of course. Uh, She made a killing selling unlicensed t-shirts from stars like Foo Fighters, Stone Roses, The Stranglers, The Clash, and Led Zeppelin. She used her own website and eBay to sell the gear to fans with the with trademarks of music stars. The court heard she made 250,000 euro over the years and she has been ordered to pay back 140,000 of it to the court. Let's see. Trading standards expert in Newport, South Wales carried out test purchases. It revealed the t-shirts were not genuine and she was using a bogus company name. PayPal sale figures for products that infringed copyright amounted to 11,600 euro, while another account had sales of 1,283 euro. The last sale recorded was one bearing the clash on May 13, 2019. Cardiff Crown Court heard Donnelly respond no comment to all the questions asked of her. Donnelly of Norwich pleaded guilty to 20 offenses of selling and infringing trademark articles and another account of fraudulent trading. She was sentenced to a six-month prison sentence suspended for 12 months with 150 hours unpaid work and a 10-day rehabilitation activity requirement. Damn, that's pretty tough. 
You know what I mean? At the end of the day, it's like, you know, kind of a victimless crime. But at the same time, too, hey, let me know your thoughts in the comments below. Of course, it's open for debate. I'd love to hear from you. Um, you know, it's not like she physically assaulted somebody. So to go to jail for a year or something or even six months is kind of, you know. Uh, even Led Zeppelin pictured were targeted by Donnelly, who has been ordered to hand over the money or go to prison. At a Proceeds of Crime Act hearing, she was found to have benefited to the tune of 250,000 euro as a result of her offending. I wonder who fulfilled these t-shirts, by the way. Like, is this, uh, who do you, who do you think? Let me know what company you think might have fulfilled these for, because I doubt she did it herself. The available assets, which were recoverable, amounted to 141,000 uh, euro. Judge David Wynn Morgan ordered Donnelly to pay the sum within three months. If she fails to do so, she will serve five months imprisonment in default. Is that the end of the article? Yeah, I guess it is. Um, all right, guys. Well, I guess that's really it. I mean, the takeaway here is that while it doesn't happen to the vast, 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 vast majority of people who infringe on other people's intellectual property, uh, it does happen. So if you were for some reason debating whether or not you should follow suit and try to make a quick cash grab by, you know, selling intellectual property that you don't own the rights to think again it's definitely not worth prison time and you know obviously she had to pay back you know an absurd amount of money and i just wonder if they understand like when it says she made 250,000 is that profit after what she had to pay to you know the presumed fulfillment partner or is that like her revenue and now she has to come up with you know the difference too um that would be kind of crazy also, that just kind of goes to show you how much money um, some of these bands can make, I guess, from their apparel. And that wasn't even like on their official website. Um, we're talking about eBay here, where she probably was charging like $19.99 a shirt. Uh, so the volume that she was moving was probably, you know, absurd, um, really high. And I guess PayPal probably made a lot of money off fees too. Anyways, I'm just thinking out loud here. Um, let me know your thoughts though. What do you think? I hope that we stop seeing these types of stories because let's be real here. The world would be a better place if everybody just made their own designs and <laughs> stopped committing IP infringement. And then also there'd be a lot less um, jealousy on Etsy. I feel like on Etsy, it sucks, man. Like when, you know, we're trying to scale up a shop and we're working hard to do it the right way. And then you see the other shops, you know, to our left and to our right with 50,000 sales and almost exclusively just committing IP infringement, um, but somehow, some way, are, are still there. So, and it was nice to see that Disney was kind of fighting back and trying to clean up the infringement on places like Etsy. So, it's definitely a step in the right direction. But uh, if you guys want to check out this article or share it, I will link to it at the top of the description. And that's pretty much it. Please drop a like on this video, subscribe. Thanks to Michael for sharing it with me, and I'll see you guys at the next one. Mm -hmm.